107.9 FM Good morning to you wherever you're listening to us from uh, Today the 17th of May 2021 Hope your Monday morning has started the brightest way possible Thank you for staying with us This morning uh, Welcome to Platform, uh, the first installments of the show This week, remember we do this Mondays And Wednesdays from 10 to 11 Ali Bakar is my name uh, Good to have you join us This morning Lucky Dubé uh, with the song um, Is This Love Kickstarting Things uh, this uh, morning uh, quite a number of um, you know of uh, you I know are at your workplaces it's the start of a new working week after uh, a somewhat you know drab um, end to last week because of the holiday on Wednesday and Thursday um, a lot of you didn't even go to work on Fridays a lot of you just went on and enjoy yourselves into the weekend but uh, this week you know uh, is like a reawakening for you knowing that you know, uh, there's still a lot of things to be achieved so um, how you start your week is very crucial hope you've started it well hope we've been able to uh, give you the right company hope we've been able to give you the notch that head start that you need uh, to have an amazing week thank you for joining us this uh, morning today the 17th of may commemorates a number of things across the world quite a number of things being celebrated across the world one of it is the world hypertension day uh, today the 17th is marked annually as a World Hypertension Day. And um, we will be spending some moments to uh, get some reactions to that this uh, morning. I'll be speaking with a nutritionist uh, via the phone lines at some point this morning. Uh, apparently, there's some nutritional angle uh, to hypertension, uh, the management, and um, what have you. Uh, the World Hypertension Day is a day designated and initiated by the World Hypertension League, which is itself an umbrella to organizations of 85 national hypertension societies and leagues. Now, the day was initiated to increase the awareness of hypertension, and um, you know, it became particularly important because of the lack of appropriate knowledge among hypertensive patients. So the World Hypertension League uh, launched its first World Hypertension Day on May the 14th, 2005. And since 2006, uh, the World Hypertension Day has been dedicating May 17 uh, of every year as uh, that day. And um, different year comes with different themes. Uh, this year, 2021, the theme is measure your blood pressure, control it, live longer. That's the theme uh, for this year's World Hypertension Day. Well, we'll get back to that in a moment. Uh, a number of other things have been celebrated as well. The World Information Society Day is another uh, that has been celebrated today. Some also call it the World Telecommunication and Information Society Day. It's an international day proclaimed by the International Telecoms Union. Uh, it's there. Uh, 
another celebration happening today and you know comes with a lot of conversations different uh, things are talked about i remember uh last year they were talking about uh connectivity goal 2030 using ict to promote the achievement of the sdgs and this year's conversations will be along that same line so uh, the world telecoms and information society day also being celebrated across parts of the world today. It's also the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia and Biphobia. Uh, that's another day uh, being commemorated today, Monday, the 17th of May. The International Day Against Homophobia is observed on this day, May 17, and aims to coordinate international events that raise awareness of LGBT rights violations and stimulated interest in LGBT rights works worldwide. Now, it's not a day that, you know, is celebrated in Nigeria uh, because uh, Nigeria has strict laws, you know, against, um, you know, these all talks about, um, you know, lesbianism, gay, bisexual, transgender, you know, there's strict laws against that here. But there are countries of the world that allow it and they celebrate uh, the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. But uh, the World Telecom and Information Society Day, very well our business here. Yeah? The World Hypertension Day, very well our business. And it's going to be our business uh, this morning for a couple of minutes on the platform. Wali Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining the program this Monday. Thank you for staying with us, Platform, this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM at uh, Just before we uh, get into the discussions about the World Hypertension Day, uh, I should have, you know, if I, I was hoping that we would be uh, getting some uh, thoughts or reactions from Kaduna State, uh, where the Nigeria Labour Congress have uh, started a strike there. Remember uh, that Labour had said over the weekend that they were planning to shut down the state uh, in fact, yesterday we had reports of uh, panic buying as uh, long uh, fuel queues were also uh, reported across uh, many parts of the state. Remember uh, that um, Labour um, had uh, declared strike following the sacking of a number of workers by the state government, especially those in the local government and the State Universal Basic Education uh, Board. Uh, the uh, primary education board of Rasupeb. Uh, the government, uh, their argument is that because of the paucity of funds, the dwindling revenues, uh, they want to right size or downsize whatever nomenclature you decide to give it. And uh, labor, uh, they see these as inhuman. They say that they will remain on strike until their demand of re engaging uh, these individuals. Uh, is met and um, you know it's, it's just a talk that is generating a lot of uh, reactions because there are a lot of people who are looking at the Kaduna situation and saying uh, whatever happens there might turn out to be precedents as far as what to expect from other states because this cash crunch this uh, reduced revenue is a, is a national issue and a lot of the states 
have this issue. Some a lot worse than Kaduna because Kaduna is um, number four, is it, in the country as far as, or number five there about, as far as uh, IGR is concerned, that's if you include the FCT. I, I think the last time I saw that list, it was um, Lagos, Rivers, FCT, Delta, then Kaduna uh, before Ogun. Uh, so, uh, it, it just um, it just uh, just shows that uh, every state at the moment is having to complain about some reduced revenue, uh, paucity of funds, and whatever happens in Kaduna uh, could uh, become something that other states might be looking to do. So, labor they are uh, sticking to their guns and saying we will not allow this, and they've uh, you know that um, industrial action uh, since started. Uh, this uh, morning would would definitely uh, pay attention to that and see how things pan out as far as that situation is concerned. I was hoping we'll get some thoughts from uh, Kaduna uh, this morning, but you never can tell. Uh, it might be something uh, that turns out to reality uh, this uh, morning, but we'll definitely get back to mention that uh, later on on the program uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, like I said, um, the issue of hypertension is what will be getting our attention solely uh, this uh, morning uh, for uh, the uh, vast majority of the time this morning. And um, I will be speaking with uh, Mr. Ladimiji Okwala, who is a nutritionist at the Federal Medical Center here in Abelkuta. And, um, you know, we'll be getting some thoughts as far as, uh, you know, hypertension is concerned. Um, he's, he's been um, working with a lot of hypertensive patients or hypertension patients uh, you know, trying to design meals, you know, in the management of their ailment. You know, uh, th- these are things that uh, a lot of people do not pay attention to. Some people do not know uh, that, um, uh, you know, meals play a very, very crucial role as far as this ailment is concerned, at least that's according to the nutritionist. So we'll be getting some thoughts from him uh, this morning as far as that is concerned. But we'll do that. Uh, after this break is the platform uh, this Monday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta, thank you for joining us uh, this morning. We'll be right back. You Fresh FM Nigeria. Eh, Gagane Pataki. Eh, Shitan Boa Lori Kori. Lati Waman Badu Wasibadusi Nibu Bibite Batiwa. Eh, Kodalo Sigugu Play Store. Lati Shawaria. Te Fresh FM Player. Kasi Basuri Fonu Yelofe. No Bata. Ijemu Keloku. Kema Tetisi Fresh FM Ibada. Fresh FM Abiokuta. Ati Fresh FM Adwekiti. Loria Tekashosho. Bubunte Fegbo. Loduka Lowa. Awe to Abodu no Totu Kwani Leko. Iru Yati. Badeba, only a didun, a sha ishia ti bebe lo, sha ti kojalo si Google Play Store, kosi ba fresh FM player, sorry phone relofe, o ti menu benu, ihike hika ni fresh FM to ba wo loma teti si loria te fresh FM player, ye wo bayi, kosi be wa sorry osuwa, awa fon yi kwojo. Thank you for staying with us this uh, Monday morning. It's platform this morning. And um, like I said earlier, we'll we'll be spending some minutes to talk about um, hypertension. 
Uh, today is the World Hypertension Day, celebrated annually on May the 17th. Now, over the years, we've said a lot of things about, uh, you know, causes of hypertension, uh, the, I don't know what, uh, the risk factors, you know, we've said so many things. Uh, this morning, I'll be speaking with a nutritionist from the Federal Medical Center, Mr. Ladimiji Okwala, is joining us via the phone lines this morning. I know to take a look at hypertension from the nutritional angle and um you know the roles nutritionists also play as far as uh, management of the ailments is concerned good morning to you mr Akwala. yeah good morning sir good to have you join us i know it's a very uh, busy time uh, at the start of a monday you know but thank you for joining us this morning yeah it's my pleasure now um for, for so many people, I'm sure you heard when I said that, you know, for so many years uh, uh, talking about hypertension, we've spoken so much about, you know, the causes, the risk factors, what people can do to avoid and some of these things. We rarely ever pay attention to the nutritional angle to hypertension. Could you talk us through how important, you know, nutrition is uh, as far as the conversation about hypertension? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, hypertension uh, simply means uh, elevated uh, blood pressure. And um, this is common to a lot of people all over the world. Uh, it's, 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 it's usually referred to as a silent killer mm. because of the fact that many people with hypertension uh, don't even know they have uh, hypertension because most times there are no symptoms. So this makes people believe everything is okay, they are okay and all that. And uh, it, it's, most people discover this when they visit the hospital for any other reason, not even for the reason of hypertension. Mm. Some uh, during the course of taking the vital signs at the hospital, which is the normal routine, mm. and uh, they discover that you, are, you have high blood pressure and all that. And say, where did I get this from and all that? Now, let's, uh, let's just uh, take a, a trip to the uh, nutritional management of uh, hypertension. Yes, when you when you when one of the the, the, the the key areas that people don't actually take serious is, is the diet. When somebody is uh, diagnosed of hypertension, and um, now looking at this, um, a lot of the diet, a lot of things that we do these days, uh, not just diet. So we'll be speaking more about diet this morning, but um, um, uh, I want to tell us there are so many other factors like the dietary change. We are talking about nutrition. We talk about lifestyle changes and all that. Now, let's, let's, let me start this morning with uh, sodium. You know, sodium is what we have in our salt, in our seasonings and all that. You know, it, it's one of the leading causes of uh, you know, hypertension. Uh, on the average, individual consumes a lot of sodium, a lot of salt in our diet. You know, these days, we appreciate that. You know, when they say your, your meal is tasty, mm. you know, you need to actually check and find out. You will discover that what is actually making that meal to be tasty are what? Chemical seasoning. And a, a lot of them are actually what? They are sodium-based. You know, like what we have, we have... Um, uh, 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 in your seasoning, you have sodium. In your normal table salt, you have. Sodium. And when we cook these days, you know we have so much you no know, sodium. Like, like I do tell people. Re re recently, I visited a bakery, you know, mm. to actually observe how bread is produced. And to my amazement, I discovered that a bag of uh, flour, which is about fifty kg flour, what is added? The quantity of sodium added is um, um, uh, is about. Uh, let me. How do I put this in a uh, measurement? You know what is uh, uh, the local Congo we use now market. Mm, mm. So, so it's about one to one bag of uh, 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 flour. That is too much. Mm. And in addition to about, uh, I think about three or four pungos of sugar. So that is on the high side. That is one. Now, let's look at our daily cooking every day in our homes. You know, for instance, you want to eat your rice and beans and uh, maybe meat. 
you know, you discover that during the cooking, boiling rice, you had salt. You know, during the preparation of your, your stew, for instance, you, you had salt. During the preparation of your, you know, your boiling your meat, you had salt. You know, you discover that, you know, the, this is, this, this, this becomes excessive. You know, the RDA of salt, that is, you know, recommended dietary allowance of salt is about 5 grams a day. And when you quantify that, that is about, um, um, when, when you have your teaspoon, a full tablespoon, teaspoon, you divide that into five. A portion is not you try the for you. It's all you need to try your day. So you discover that we consume so much sodium. And that is, that has, that has really, you know, contributed to, to high level of hypertension. Just to, and, just to get that correctly, apologies to Button. Okay. You, you say that the RDA uh, for salt is five grams mm-hmm. per day. Yes, could, yes. could you could you put a figure to on the average what you think you know we've been consuming by day? Ah, uh, well, that that what 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 people consume are not measured. People just really consume salt, mm. you know. So it cannot be considered quantified. Because people consume, like I'm just doing the analysis now that the rate at which if if if, if the quantity I gave now is all what you need in a day, and people are just uh, so you thought that people consume far far more mm. than that. You know, at a meal at a city, what you consume is even more than what you need in a day. At the meal, you know, in a go, you know, okay, look at people now, boys, they are good at beans, they will have salt and they have Sydney too. You know, it's, 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 it's another thing. In a sense, so, and that's just what, so, and you see, there are some other things that we are not even the one that prepare them that contain so much true, sodium. True. Let me tell you, let me tell you, for instance, you know, look at your common salt drinks. They contain sodium. People don't know. Even some manufacturers will not even put it as sodium. They will, they, there are these codes, there are a lot of codes now for chemicals and uh, additives in, uh, 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 in some of these products. So, a lot of sodium, a lot of drinks that we drink contain so much sodium. You know, that is going to come come in addition to whatever you have consumed in your diet. You know, that is one. And not just that, you know, look at your pastries. Contain so much sodium. Your your biscuits, your meat pie, your chinchi, your sausages and all that, they contain so much sodium. This is actually going to contribute to your, your consumption, your daily consumption of sodium in a day. So that's another another aspect, you know, that is contributing to sodium. Now, not just sodium now. But now, uh, like I said, you know, sodium is one of the, you know, the greatest things that we are consuming. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, you know, we have serious cases of uh, stroke these days. And majority of them are coming from hypertension. And not just stroke. In a lot of uh, 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 cases today, we are having kidney disease, renal failure. And when you read, look at the medical history, they will tell you, ah, you know, secondary to hypertension. That means that patient has been managing or has been hypertensive for some time now, mm-hmm. who have possibly not been regular on medication or have not been visiting hospital. You know, when you look at the cases of diabetes these days, what you see is that, oh, secondary to hypertension. That means that patient has been hypertensive for a while. So, you know, so it is, it's, a critical, it's a critical thing when it comes to health. It's a critical thing, and which we have to really, you know, look at. And I, I, do, I, I do tell you, you do that. We don't invest on our health. We don't care for medical checkup. Nobody, we don't bother. All this is mostly I discovered when we break down that we can no longer do certain things. And that is when we visit the, the hospital. And that is when they are discovered. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, let me go into another aspect of uh, the diet. Another thing is uh, the consumption of, you know, saturated fats and uh, uh, um, uh, cholesterol. You know, it is another case that we are having. It's another thing when it comes to diet these days. You see, now, let, let me look at it. A lot of people consume fried food hydrogenated food, a lot of things that, you know, will actually adversely affect their health. You see, we are so much in love with fried food, isn't it? You see, whatever they have fried has changed. Chemically, you won't see the structure. It has been hydrogenated. It's no ordinary food again, okay? And as adults, most of these cases are actually common in adults. You discover that, I mean, people that actually visit the hospital are mostly between people within the age of 40 
at the 80. Are you with me, sir? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, they're actually between the age of 40 and the 80. They are people that actually visit the hospital. People who are managing this case, this is, this is uh, hypertension mostly are uh, within that age. Okay. The majority are within that age. No, you begin to wonder. You see, diet contributes a lot. Now, I was speaking about... Uh, you know, fat, cholesterol, and all that, and uh, saturated fat. You see, you know, saturated fats are coming from uh, 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 plants and all that, while cholesterol is coming from animal sources and all that. Now, let, let's look at it. I just mentioned uh, uh, fried food. Anyone with hypertension should take, you know, you know, effort, conscious effort to avoid, you know, uh, uh, you know consuming fried food. Mm. Because why? This can actually lead to the level of cholesterol available in the body. And when you have so much cholesterol in your blood, what happens is that your blood is already to flow well. And this will result in hypertension. The the blood blood you know, you know, becomes you know a kind of thicker instead of being fluidy. It's supposed to be fluidy and flow through the veins easily, carrying food, carrying nutrients and all that to every part of the body. So the the the, the heart begins to work harder in order to push the blood, you know, to circulate the blood throughout no. the body. So saturated fat, you know, coming from fried food is another thing. Another thing is you know consuming you know. You know uh, butter, mayonnaise, all this. I've seen a lot of people that practice that. They will just apply butter, mayonnaise, you know, even adults. Which, you know, there's only called metabolism. Metabolism is the rate at which your body has, um, takes in food, you know, processes it, and your, your body makes use of it. Mm. You know, as we become older in life, it becomes lower. It's, you know, it's reduced. You know, like what you have in children, they can eat now, and within little time, short time, they walk away and come back to eat more. Mm. Their body is able to handle it. But for adults, you know, we don't have that capacity any longer as we are aging. So, so most of this fat, you know, becomes, you know, a threat to our health when we consume them, you know, in this quantity. So that is, that is one. So saturated fat, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've mentioned the uh, uh, fried food. I've mentioned, you know, those, and some another thing is, you know, you know, our milk, you know, some of these, you know, milk that we consume these days are what, they are, you know, they are what we call the full cream milk, you know, very, very fatty and all that. And, you know, so many of, you know, these, uh, you, know, you know, the way we enjoy these days, we go to fast food, we consume so many pastries, mm -hmm. so many, you know, flour paste, you know, you know, diet, you know, your meat pie, your shawarma, and your, you know, all these things, you know, those are the, you know, the, 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 the way we enjoy. Well, like what we have in those days, you know, whereby, you know, we take fruits and vegetables as our snacks. All those are no longer there. People want so, to have pleasure in that diet. So, Mr. Okonla, just, just to break it down, because it appears there's, there's just a lot you could tell us, <laughs> and I see the way you're just reeling it out. Now, um, you are saying, in essence, that at particular ages, uh, we are supposed to avoid certain things. Um, high salt intake, um, high fatty food intake, avoid uh, fried um, you know, food, avoid um, very high butter or high fat-based food. That's what you're saying. Okay, the line is basically, if I could get you right, I I guess you're asking what, what age we should avoid certain no, am I right? Yes, I, I'm saying what you said overall in, you know, the summary of what you said so Hello? far. Can you hear me now? Hello? I'm asking, uh, that is big, but I, I don't know if I get you right. You're okay. asking which uh, particular age. Are you, can you hear me now? Okay, yes. I yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. what you're saying is at, at a particular point, um, at a particular age, you mentioned the age of 40 to 80, which is the uh, number, like the m common age of people that come to the hospital talking about hypertension. So yeah. you're saying, in essence, that it gets to an age where we need to begin to avoid some of these things that you've mentioned yeah. foods with high salt yeah. and okay. you. Know. Okay, yeah. Let, let, let me quickly, you know, uh, uh, say that. You see, you see those. 
those age that they are just mentioned now, you know, the issue is not just starting that age. Okay. It has to do what, with what we have been eating in the past. For instance, once you become an adult, once you are over 25 and above, you know, you are full of youthful age. You need to actually watch your diet. But people of that age actually are not interested, you know, you know, in, you know, in controlling their diet. They don't want to enjoy. They want to, you know, for they are full of energy. And they tell you that they, they are not sick. They want to, you see, we are supposed to eat to nurture the body, to nurture the body cells. But these days, what we do is, uh, you know, we, 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 we eat to actually, you know, to, to please the tongue, you know, to satisfy our cravings and all that. You know, that is what we go for. So the people of that age that I mentioned, it's not just mostly, it's not just what is starting, okay? And that is, that is, that is another problem. It's not just what, a lot of them, it's what they've enjoyed the past. Some, you know, when they are younger, at the age of 30, 35, they were smoking, they were drinking. They were doing all manners of things, and you know the results might not come. I mean, the effect on the earth might not might come, come later. That, uh, thank you. So it should come later in life, and that is the result. And another thing that I don't mention the other time is uh, obesity and overweight. It's another classical thing that can, I mean, that can anything that can actually contribute to hypertension. You know, obesity and overweight is another problem. You see, that smoking. I was still talk about smoking and alcoholism. But let me tell you, you see, a lot of people these days are actually overweight and obese. We need to take conscious efforts to actually reduce and manage. Uh, uh, um, our weight. People don't. People are no involved in a lot of sedentary. You know, the, the rate at which you consume food, consume full calories, and you expend less energy. You don't burn it out. People are not. You see, when we are getting older like this, you know, I call it. You know, that's why appetite you know, is It's one of the what we call disease of the affluence. People that are rich. You know, the people that are not. It's the non-communicable disease. And what happens is that you know, the more money you have, the more likely you are likely to develop some of these diseases. It's when you look at the diet of people. You know, once you get starting age. They just eat free. They want to tell you, I want to enjoy my money. I want to have, to have suffered a lot and all that. And, you know, all this does not, does not really, you know, what? And that thing is smoking and alcoholism. You know, all this can contribute to hypertension. Excess, you know, uh, you know excess intake of alcohol will contribute to hypertension. Smoking, you know, when you are a smoker, you are most likely to develop, you know, heart diseases, including, you know, hypertension. So, like, uh, like I said, so it's not just the, the age. Like, all this I just mentioned now, a lot of you people get involved in it. And most of our patients in the hospital, when you clap, when you interview them, they will say, ah, I no longer smoke, but I was, I was smoking. Oh, I no longer take alcohol. But, but I they was used to take alcohol, it. You understand? Uh, they used to take They will tell you, oh, no. when I was younger, they will tell you, they will tell you two years ago, five years ago, the man is just 60, or maybe 55. Which, uh, I've left alcohol no, three years ago. You can imagine that. So that means until, the, you know, it was diagnosis of that medical condition. Before he decides, you know, he knows that oh, it's time for me to stop. You know, some that are diagnosed. They will still, you know, one way or the other, they still they want to take this, uh, all, now, this uh, all these uh, things we're talking about. Now, um, th- thank you very much. Now, wh- when you talk about uh, people eating to satisfy their cravings, uh, I know I've, I've spoken with a number of nutritionists. Uh, if I remember the other day, I was um, uh, speaking with uh, a co- colleague of yours. Uh, okay. I think it was uh, during the World Nutritionist Day, and okay. we were we were talking about you know how you know it's not it's not it's not entirely easy some of these things that you say uh, you know but I know it's a lot easier for nutritionists to talk about but you know some of these things that you say we're in a we're in an environment where people just eat what they see people just you know people are busy uh, some people okay. don't have enough money people just eat what they see people just eat what they can eat at that moment so this talks about dietary planning dietary uh, watching our diet it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, they're not very easy things to achieve in this part of the world don't you think well, 
let me let me tell you, Mr. Uh, let me tell you, you see, the, the, Mr. Bakari, you see, the people tend to give excuses because we will why. I'll give you certain instances because people want to please themselves as much as possible. Let me tell you, you want to have your rice, for instance. A lot of people can afford to reach rice, I can tell you. But what is usually eating to rice is what? Your meat, your planting. You understand? People want to eat that. But because you have said, okay, oh, planting is right. You know, excess consumption of planting is not good for you. What are the alternatives? You can have your cucumber. With 15 hours to 100 hours, you can have a sizable cucumber. Slice it and put it on your, on your rice. That's a very nutritious plan. You know, diet, a more egg diet. So you need to be adding, you know, fried food, uh, uh, this uh, over, that is intestine, you know, your chaki, your beef, your, your whatever they call it, your chaki, your, your liver, and all that. You know, sir, which are high in cholesterol. Wait, that is warm. wait, Mr. We should not eat chaki too. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want no, to be no, sure. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Because I'm trying to disagree with you on the fact okay. that you are saying it's very expensive. No, I'm, I'm, it. no I'm, I'm just talking about some of the things we've heard some people oh. say, you know. Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. That people say this because why? They will believe that it is not possible. It's not it's very difficult. You see, one of the things that are very difficult for people to do is to change their diet. People find it very difficult to change. The diet is very sweet. Okay, let me tell you anything that is fried, let me tell you, they are very sweet. Your planting is sweet. Your fork and buns is very sweet. Your fried meat, your fried fish are very sweet. They are sweeter than when you boil them. Okay, so people don't want to, you know, people will find all manners of things to just uh, let you know this is not possible. No, let me tell you today, people can afford to buy a soft drink. Even now that it's uh, uh, more expensive, about 115 now, mm. you know. But I can tell people are still buying it, but people cannot afford to buy orange of 15 naira. People will tell you they cannot afford to buy watermelon of 15 naira. People will tell you they can afford to buy 15 naira, you know, what of you know, pineapples. You know, all these things are available. You know, all these things get, I'm telling you, go to the market, you see rotten mangoes. People don't go for it, but you can never see rotten soft drink. It's what you see is empty cans. Go to a park. Go to places. Go to events. You understand? You know, it's, it's amazing. Let me tell you. People don't understand this. When we were younger, let me tell you, when you go to parties or events, you know, I've never had people say this much of. But these days, you know, they will, they will, they will, they will, they will start finding you know, foundation of your stomach with, with puff puff, with bones, with all manners of you know, fried stuff. You know, at a party, at an event, before you start eating a normal diet, those are on, on, on healthy combination of diet practices. So that's what I'm saying. For people who go there, they will have no taking chin chin, taking puff puff before you have your normal diet. That's not an healthy practice. So Mr. Baker, you see, some of these things that we discuss or we talk about, they are not true. People don't actually care for okay. For instance, a lot of people they have you no know, personal doctors, you know, personal nurses, but ask them if they have any personal dietitian or nutritionist that plans their diet. No, they don't want their diet to be changed. Even people that are sick here in the hospital under admission, there are some of them when you speak to them, they tell them with the last year what they want to do. I've seen a, 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 a woman, an elderly woman of about 65 to 70 years on admission, and the chief is telling me categorically that uh, all these uh, our dietary modification will not work. Out. But what mama like is, uh, you know, samosa, like, like uh, salad, like all this. I was, I thought initially it was uh, the woman, no, after being quiet, the woman insisted that those, those are the things you want. No salad, yeah, you know, popcorn, ginger, meat pie, all this is that woman in the medical condition, the woman was even having. She was no, there was no, there was no way we could have been, you know, nah. giving her all those things. So a lot of people they want to be, you know, we see them a lot here. Yeah. So when it comes to diet, you know, people that are not, you know, and let me tell you one thing, Mr. Bakari, what you are discussing today, you know, mostly people are not concerned about preventive medicine. What what people want is curative. When they get sick, they go to the school and start spending money. I talked about the age the other the other time between forty and eighty. Let me tell you, what are we doing before that time? You want anybody to tell you about that? 
try and modify your age, you change your diet, you change your lifestyle, you you know, stop stop uh, smoking, you stop alcoholism, you know, engage, ensure that you're sleeping, you know, having enough sleep and all that. People will not listen to you because they are active and they are not sick. So people don't get worried about those things. It's when that time comes that the, the strength is not there, there are symptoms now, uh, you can no longer cope, you can no longer manage. And that is when you go to the hospital and your diagnosis of this medical condition we are talking about. So this issue of, say, the economics, not there. Well, so I have not told you to, to go and start buying uh, anyone imported food now. Any for, you see, most of the things that you need that can make you ready are available in our society. You know, they are available in our villages. Go to our local market. Go to Kuto. Go to Lafayette. Go to all these local markets. You know, on the market day, in the morning, you see vegetables, fresh one from the farm, for God's sake. You will see fresh fruits. You know, you will see coconut. You will see golden melon. You see watermelon. You see purple. You know, you will see all these things available. Do we actually get you no know, time to go and get these things? You no, know, do smoothies, do cheeses, and all this. You see, what we are talking about is... Are you saying, Mr. Bakari? I'm with you. Okay. What we are talking about these days is that people should avoid... I mean, I mean, I mean, change their diet to what they call, you know, plant-based diet. I avoid animal protein, animal, you know, animal fat as much as possible. Avoid processed food. I, you, know, I, you know, you should adopt what they call plant-based diet. Let our, 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 our diet, let our food, be, you know, be plant-based. And those are the things that our, 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 our fathers, you know, our forefathers in the 60s, 70s, 40s, that was all they were eating. You know, alkaline fruit and vegetables. You know, mostly, you know, where would they, you know, all, what we have these days is where we have noodles, we have macaroni, spaghetti, you know, we have shawarma, we have fried rice, chicken, and all this, this, uh, not uh, diet. They are doctor no. diet. And there are things that we get a lot of pleasure in. You no. know, there are things that, you know, you know, we spend so much money in. There are things that are not healthy. For you to get a place of those diets that I mentioned, you know, you spend thousands of naira. Mm. But for you to get a place of food, for you to get a place of a call, a call is a local, you know, a guinea in Ibo, what they call it. Mm. You know, you spend less money to buy no, all Mr. Okay. Mr. Baka, I'm with you. Yes. Um, now that, you know, you, you've spoken about, um, you know, the need for people to uh, change their diets, make it plant-based, you know, try to improve on what they are eating so that it can serve as a prevention to, uh, you know, non-communicable diseases like hypertension yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about people that have come down with the ailments, people that are managing the condition. What okay. is the experience, uh, you know, as, uh, for example, in the FMC, I know there are a number of people, you've worked with a lot of hypertension patients or hypertensive yeah. patients, yeah. and you try to design meals for them, try to change their diet. Yeah. Already, we know that change is one of the most difficult things. You know, it just, yeah. uh, a lot of it, no one is really ready to change most times, not just about the diets now. But what's your experience uh, with such patients as regards their diet? Yes, um, for people who are diagnosed or who are managing, a lot of them who are managing it, they, they, they are some who take conscious effort that they will tell you, I'm abundantive, it's not everything that I can eat. But let me start with the, the, the first thing that is most important is that if you are diagnosed in, a, in, a, in that condition, you need to ensure that you, you come for the clinic and you take your medications regularly. A lot of people have defaulted in their medication, you know, some at the point in time they just feel I'm okay, some just feel that this is too much, you know, this that, that should be avoided. So those who are diagnosed, ensure that oh your clinical appointments are kept. You visit your doctor regularly, who will review your medications and all that. Now let me come to diet. For those people for here, I mean for those in our facilities that who come, you know, we have our clinic every week. And all those weeks that they come around we do a general information, a general health talk, diet talk, you know, nutrition talk, you know, to the patients to update them, to tell them. And they ask, you know, they ask 
questions every time that oh can we take this or oh, what about this and that and after doing this we actually you know give them the opportunity to sit down with us one by one one on one for anyone who actually have you know questions and uh, experiences that they want to share with us you know, difficulties you know, they, they, they sit down with us we, we cancel them we give them information that oh, we, we we take their diet you know history diet recall you know mm-hmm. in last 24 hours we know whether for instance one of the challenges that i i, I have with them or that I, do discuss with them is that for those who are advantageous, you know, you have your uh, 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 co-inhabitants. I mean, people are living with you. You have your wife, your children. Possibly they are not advantageous. And we recommend that you take low salt, no diet, low fat diet and all that. For them, they might not be enjoying it. And what is the way forward? What is the way forward is that you ensure that, oh, you have a separate pot. pot. I mean, your diet can be cooked, you know, separately. For instance, if they are boiling rice, if, if everybody in the, in, the, in, the, in the house, for instance, even myself, I don't add salt to my rice. I believe that salt is added to the stew, salt is added to the uh, uh, salt and seasoning has been added to the stew and meat yeah. and all that. So yeah. why would I have so for those who what they can do is that they can have a separate pot or their own rice could be taken out but, of the water before they have you know, salt and all that. You know, when we talk about, uh, earlier earlier this morning, we were talking about how people, uh, you know, because of our cravings, we're not ready to make changes. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't the fact that there's an hypertensive patient in a family be an avenue for the other members of the family to begin to, you know, embrace some of these things other than having them begin to cook in separate pots when they come down with hypertension as well? If you have the entire family... Uh, you know, sticking to this uh, low salt plan, for example, is is definitely going to help them as well, don't you think? Yes, yes. At this point, one has to be very, very careful. Careful is that you know, in the, in the family, you have the children, you know, mm. who are lovers who do go out, go to school, and all that. You know, meals are not tasty. Children might not be able to know; they might not like it okay. because of the age that they have okay. for children. For for those who are already getting to the age of twenty, twenty-five, they are no longer children; they are adults. You know, they can actually agree to that or disagree with that. But for for some children, when you are giving them that, they see that punishment, and they even say that my mommy's diet is not sweet, my mommy's food is not sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so they can begin to say that, and when they taste food, maybe in the party in the, in the friend's birthday party they say wow so this is food so how come my mommy's food is not sweet so you don't uh, so and that's why i say for, for the people of that age you can just consider them you know you know allow them to eat some of these things we are talking about but once you get to the age of another you're over 18 years of age i mean you can be your opinion can be solved you can be informed you can know that oh, you can understand the reason why you are eating this kind of diet okay. or why you should adopt this kind of diet you understand so and it's very let me let me give you um uh i got a video last week you know the former uh, president of the america you know ben clinton you know was supposed to have a surgery and have a surgery he has a, a developed a heart diseases and i want to tell you you know one of the things that was recommended was the change of that he did that and i can i have the video i can send it to you, you know, maybe after the program yeah. of course that really assisted and at the end of the day the surgery was not done and it's better much much better now you know considering the way it was you know when it was you know earlier diagnosed of that so there is a lot we can achieve you know through through diet like i said the other time you know fruit and vegetable is, is is so key you know in fruit and vegetable is where we have your your nutrients where you have your vitamins and minerals you know some of these fruits fruit contains potassium potassium is very good for the heart it could help you to reduce our blood even for people who have Potential, except for those who are uh, uh, who have kidney disease, who have renal disease, that we avoid, you know, food that are rich in potassium. But aside from that, you know, fruit and vegetable can play a very important role. Another thing that I want to talk about before we go is um, the exercise, you know, and being active. You see, a lot of people these days have been sedentary. Exercise can help, help to, you know, train the area and to manage to reduce even the cases of high blood pressure. You know, during exercise, what you need to do is that people is ensure that you inform your doctors. You know, they have your 
your your history, they have your medical history. They can help to find out. Oh, maybe you can engage in moderate, light, or heavy exercise before you. Know, we see a lot of people who are going on exercise and they they just uh, develop a heart failure, or heart attack, and they now, die when, you know, when, during the course of the exercise. When you talk about exercising, uh, because I've, uh, a lot of times when we talk about exercising, you hear a number of Nigerians say, "Being a Nigerian alone is exercise." You know, you have to walk to work. You have to. Is there? Is there? Is there uh, does it matter that um, does it have to be conscious exercising? Because some say that the troubles of you know having to exist every day uh, is even exercise on its own. Let, let, let me tell you, you see, it is not true. It is not true that the stress of Nigeria. No, I agree with you. The fact that there are a lot of stress in Nigeria. In fact, there are a lot of contributing factors to add disease in Nigeria. You know, when you look at the economy, you know, a stress today, you buy a guy today 300 naira, tomorrow is 500 naira, and you have to feed your family and all that. Mm-hmm. So many things can tell you, you know, your Nepal bill you pay this month is 10,000, next month is 20,000 naira, your school fees is gone up, your food today, you don't know how much you're going to buy it, and all mm-hmm. those things can tell contribute to, you know, add diseases. I agree with you. But on the issue of exercise, I disagree with you. Anytime, there's what we call mental stress. You know, for instance, you work in an office, in an office you know, you can be going through a mental stress, not physical stress. Of course, you may even have this in your car, in your, in your office there. You know, you can, uh, so that is mental stress. It's not the same thing as what we have in your physical exercise. There are some physical exercises. For instance, if you are a carpenter or a bricklayer, or you are the one that do your big, you know, no, uh, 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 and all that. Yes. So you are going to be spending, you know, are going to be spending more energy. You are in the sun, you are agitated, you are spending money, you are burning out. Exactly. No matter what of food that you eat, you, know, you are going to burn it at a high level of energy. So, besides that, so when it comes to exercise, let me tell you, it can be a life. Even in our faculty here, there is one that is organized in which we engage patients and even where we start to join us. You know, it's a club of everybody. And I can see just a one hour event. I can tell you, when you, people that come there, we have elders, we have youth, we have children that come to that event. I do, I, I'm a member too. And I do of that people. Some people, after 20 minutes, they'll die. You know, I'm tired. You are, you are just going to sit down. You know, that's not bad. What you do is aerobic dances. You know, dancing steps and all that. They're mm. not. They're just light exercise. Mm. You understand? So, you know, there are some people who say, you know, for people like I say, I agree. For some people living in Lagos, the stress of you having to catch balls and all that, sweating and all that. Yes, it, 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 you are being physically active, but they are not enough. Of what you see, green aerobics and exercise. What happens is that you know. You are taking fresh air, you understand? You know, well, you know when, when you are breathing, you, know, you are taking lots of oxygen, you know? And that is why it's even good when you are doing aerobics. You know, it's good to do that close to where you have trees, you know, where you have fresh oxygen, you know? We bring release from the trees and the flowers and all that, mm-hmm. which we call it help. So you are taking a load of, you know, uh, fresh air into your system. And when you are doing that, you are sweating too. You know, this sweating, once, once, if you taste it, it's because that they are bitter, they are waste. You know, that's another way of detoxifying your system. You know, the skin is one of the organs by which you can detoxify your body, your lungs is another organ, you understand? Your kidneys are another organ, your liver is another organ that detoxifies the system. So when you're doing that, you know, your, your, your lungs, you know, works like that. Your heart, you know, beats faster in that, in that, during that period and you are sweating. So right. something is coming out of you. So your, your, another thing is that the flow of blood in that period during that time can never be compared to when you are just doing your normal duty and, you know, maybe you are doing your normal job and all that. This is not the same. Because also, it is better to have a program or a time at least within a week. And you know, when you exercise, have, uh, yes, yes, sir. All right, I just before I let you go, uh, Mr. Okonla, uh, we we spoke earlier about um, overweight and obesity, and yes. um, that that's something a lot of people, you know, 
argue about. I've, you find people who do not necessarily want to agree that they are obese or they are they are overweight. I know that there is a there's this elementary way of uh, measuring whether you are obese, or I, th- I think it has okay. to do with the height and the weight or something. Could you could you yes. remind us of that uh, method very quickly? Okay, yes, this is one of the way of assessing your weight recommended by WHO. Okay. That is the BMI, Body Marks Index. That is you know considering your height and your weight. That is you take your height, you know, uh, you take your weight. Then you square that is your weight, your your height. If, if you know you convert your height into meters, for instance, if you are if you are uh, one point uh, one point six or one point five, you know, or one point seven meters in height, you are going to square that. Whatever you get, you are going to use that to divide your weight in kilogram. If you are eighty, you no. Know, if you are seventy, you are ninety. You use whatever you have gotten from the square of your. That is, if you are one point uh, six, for instance, you say one point six, one point six. Whatever the result. That okay. is your height. Now you have to divide your that will give you your BMI. And if it's normal, if your BMI is normal, you know, it is to be between eighteen point five and twenty four point nine. That is so your weight is normal. You know, it, it, it is not normal. But if it's between uh, twenty five and thirty, that is overweight, overweight. And which is between thirty and thirty five, that is obesity class one. If it's between thirty five and forty, that is class two obesity, you know, morbid obesity and all that. So that is one of the ways by which you can assess, you know, now, so uh, uh, you, your weight. You say if it is between eighteen point five and and, um, and twenty four, that makes it nine. normal. If, normal it, if yes. it is below that, is that abnormal as well? Yeah, if it is below eighteen point five, that is underweight. That person is taking to know underweight. If it's an adult, they may need to know get the attention of uh, a dietitian, or a nutritionist, or a doctor to actually know what is causing that. You know, for any normal person, it should not be less than eighteen point five. But when somebody is like getting to eighteen point five, seventeen, that person might be malnourished. He might be, you know, he might be going through one medical condition or or, or the other. So that may that may be the reason why that person, such person, is losing such weight. Okay, so just to get you correctly, you say the body mass index is the Height squared, that's, you know, the height times the height, and yes. uh, divided by the weight in kilogram. The height is in meters, yes. by the way. Yes, yes. yes. All right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just, um, it's just, it's been great talking to you, uh, Mr. Latimer Jokon. I know you, you could go on and on. And he just, um, the, the, the fact that you had so much to say, I just, uh, I don't know, is that out of the fact that, you're just bothered for people and these are things you continue to tell people but for some reason we just don't listen <laughs> Uh, I didn't get to your last question. I said, is, is it do, you know, because I see the the energy and the enthusiasm in the things you say? Is that out of the fact that these are things you've continued to tell us and we just don't listen for one reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, because why? One of the reasons that I have this passion for actually, you know, for cardiac patients, for people with hypertension and to cardiovascular because why? You see, because uh, hypertension, you know, is 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 one of the diseases that can actually lead to other medical conditions. Mm. So if you're able to manage or prevent hypertension, you are likely to, you know, to prevent or avoid other form of diseases that can actually come to your life. Like I mentioned the other time, you know, time, even for those who have already diagnosed of, of that disease, you know, once you're able to manage this, you know, have a dietary change, lifestyle changes and all that, you will be able to avoid all that. Like I said the other time, you know, hypertension leads to what, you know, can lead to, you know, kidney disease. Hypertension can lead to stroke. Hypertension, you no, know, can lead to you know, uh, not of even you can even lead to what you call a, 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 a osteoporosis. Can affect the bones and all that. At the end of it, and and can affect even the height. You no, know? so if you want to able to to work on your diet, 
your lifestyle, you will be able to avoid because some of these patients that we see in your future, when you look at their medical history, like their lifestyle history, your diet, their diet and all that, you discover that what they are going through, you know, actually could have been if they are preventable. There are things that oh, if this person had known earlier, she would be, he or she could have just avoided this, you know, mm. this lifestyle or this particular diet and all that. So that is why I mostly I am always you no know, concerned. I have this passion. I have right. you no know, for, for them for a lot of patients who are in this situation. As you should. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Ladimir yeah, Jokola. It's, it's my pleasure. Uh, to thank you for Bakaya. talking to us at uh, this morning. Yeah, it's my pleasure to be online this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yes. You're welcome, sir. Mr. Okwala, uh, uh was talking to us uh, from the Federal Medical Center uh, here in Abeokuta. Uh, you know, uh, to- talking about some of these things, uh, the, the, nutrition, the nutritional angle to hypertension, uh, you know, uh, and how we could change a lot of these things and could be healthier. Uh, if we would, you know, rather have uh, some of this, uh, rather not have some of this was that we are used to having. It's, it's just interesting. Uh, so some of the things uh, we talk about, and uh, you know, like, like I said, uh, like I asked him, there's a lot that he said about uh, you know nutrition and how some of the things that we eat are not helping matters. Uh, but for some reason, we just do not listen. Our cravings, you know, that that's always a major, major issue. Uh, just about five minutes or there about before I leave the studio. Uh, I'm sure one of these days uh, I have uh, would have another opportunity to get to talk about nutrition and you know uh, its attendant fact, uh, attendant issues. And you get that chance to be a part of it. But, you know, uh, Mr. Okonla couldn't stay with us uh, longer if I had him longer than planned. So uh, we'll just um, skip the thoughts uh, and uh, questions because whatever questions you're asking, I, I would be, uh, I would most likely be very, uh, you know, uh, unable to answer them. But uh, I'm sure you heard some of the things he had to say. And, you know, these are things that you can think about on your own and ask yourselves the question: uh, You know, what are the, what what are your nutritional habits? What are things that you need to change? What are things that you've heard over time that you need to change? And uh, what efforts are you making towards changing some of these things? Uh, because uh, he made a very interesting statement, saying, "In this part of the world, uh, we're not entirely bothered about preventive medicine. The focus is always on curative medicine." And sometimes, uh, for some people, it's too late. You know, at that, at that point when they begin to seek measures or seek interventions, uh, there are things that we can do uh, to prevent a lot of ailments. And you know, our nutritional habits—that's uh, one very crucial thing uh, that we can do uh, to prevent some of these ailments as well. Anyway, I bet you've picked uh, a number of things from the um, talks with uh, Mr. Okwala this morning. Many thanks to him once again for talking to us. Uh, thank you for being a part of the program uh, this uh, morning. The platform, uh, that's it this Monday. Uh, the program returns Wednesday at exactly 10 o'clock. Um, we'll monitor the situation in Katuna. I did say we're hoping to get some uh, thoughts from there uh, as regards to what the situation is, but we'll monitor the situation there. Uh, trust us to keep you informed. Uh, news bulletins definitely uh, will have all the information you need for you. As well as what's happening there. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of attention on the situation there because there are so many uh, that are looking at it and saying, uh, you know, uh, whatever happens in Kaduna might, might become, uh, you know, uh, what will be looked at by a lot of other states are having the same issues. And uh, Labour are saying they cannot have a situation where 
states will uh, downsize or right size or sack workers because they don't have money to pay them. Uh, Labour's argument has always been uh, that um, states need to get creative as far as um, improving their internally generated revenue. Uh, they've also spoken about the need to cut down on some uh, what they call wastages. Uh, they say that there are uh, you know, holes that are loopholes that have been created by the politicians, all those elected leaders, uh, loopholes in terms of... Um, you know, appointed officials, uh, you know, the appointees of various kinds that they say uh, that can be trimmed down and that can help uh, to save some funds. Uh, not uh, saying the option of sacking workers uh, is not the way to go and they will not uh, let it happen. We'll, fo- we'll follow the uh, situation and uh, bring you up to speed. Thank you for being a part of the program this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Monday. Please have a safe and blessed week. Good morning. Professionalism nurtured by experience. I'm still waiting. Perfect picture, I'm still painting. Going strong, but I'm still fainting. They use me, play, but I'm not joking. Beneath my mask, her soul is wasting. Far for you, Joe, I but if you give me your love, you let jumpa. Photographer will lay But I'll let you go stay far away from us. And if you give me your heart, you let jumpa. January to December. And on those days, you feel very down. I go stand by you. Say, more more any cage in me. More any shoot for me. More any care. More any thought you know. More any cover more. Nobody like you, and if you leave me, I go down.